Blog Talk Radio. This is an honor. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs. And our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, travel care services, whatever you have done, they do. Hear your music. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while you're making money. Grand Rising, and thank you all for joining us on this wonderful Wednesday edition of the Female Solution Global Show. I'm Naima Latif, and we've got a special guest for you, and he's joining us live from Liberia, West Africa, and this is someone you need to know, so we will be right back after this message, so we want you to stick and stay, don't stray away, we'll be right back with our guest joining us live from Liberia, filmmaker, actor, musician, script writer, Bokari Marcy Kamala. And we're going to hear that's uplifting. So we invite you to join us and we'll be right back. So stay with us. Love Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this. We can end crime and violence. We can all agree to do one thing share. Share our wisdom, share our time, share our talent, share our finances. But most of all, Let's share our love is the female solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, click the blue button and get our daily updates every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Martin, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that we are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao, in India, Namaste, in Japan, Kiwa, in Korea, Anil Hasael, in Russia, Zrastutsky, in Germany, Kutuntas, in Poland, in French, 
This is Sister Khalida Akbar Abdulaziz, Program Manager for American Muslim 360, inviting you to join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 8 p.m. for Narrative Aspiration. So, we wish to know about our neighbors in West Africa. Well, let's take a listen. And let's and let's think about 
what it feels like of a nation.
morning. It's afternoon for you there in Liberia. Welcome, Marcy Tamara. Thank you for joining us today on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. We are so excited to have you. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. So, tell us a bit about that opening song that we heard. We're going to hear a bit more about that. But tell us about that song that we heard. Yeah, yeah, that song, the inspiration came about um, a lot of political fight and struggle of power, and everybody said that we do the best. Everybody wants to do their best. They want to be the best president for the country. I said, oh, West Africa is always like that. So the inspiration came that uh, someone needs to talk to the president, but a man like me cannot book an appointment with the president because as far as I'm concerned, they will say you are a nobody, but they don't value our voices. So maybe the only way we can speak is through music. So I felt like if I do this song and it play out loud, the president may get to hear it, and then my message will go across. So it's not basically for the president of Liberia alone, but the entire Africa. Though I'm a Liberian, so he may speak to Liberia the best, but I guess to speak across Africa. Yes. Well, you know, a lot of the things that we hear about Africa here in the West come from uh, whether it's the, the news media or the songs that are produced by artists. So there's a lot in the songs that can tell us what's happening. And I was keeping track of the politics of Liberia and seeing that there was a presidential election and there was a lot of intense emotion about that because you had strong support on both sides. So when it comes to being able to reach people in positions of power, how accessible are they for the citizens of of Liberia? Does the president go among the people and have meetings? What, What has been your experience with that? Well, to me, I'm not too partaking into their activities of politics, but I sit in my little corner and observe what is going on. My focus is the masses trying to see how, trying to see everybody happy and maybe looking at the lapses. Though every leader I face is a challenge at, at a point in time, but then I just a reminder of where they are lacking. So it's not like we are trying to the president down all the time, but putting them on the guard and where they are lacking that they can pay some attention. So I believe through music we call their attention because if music plays and the people sing the songs around and they get to get their attention that yes, something needs attention. So I believe we the artists have that task to make them listening to the masses because 
the masses don't have the power to go to the state house and speak to the president directly. But through music, the music can reach the president, or the music can reach the person who is closer to the president, and the message will go across. So yeah. I'm just saying, in the new government, that will look for the best, but in so doing, those are the lapses we had over the years, and I'm just reminding this new government that these are the things that we need. Yeah. Well, you are multi-talented. I see that you have uh, entered into the film industry, which includes so many other things, screenwriting, acting, music production. Were you born with these talents, or was this something you chose to develop? Um, for me, I can say I was born with them because I, I, when I was much smaller, I was born in a village. I was born in a village where there's no electricity, there's no facility for anyone. To try to share with you. Maybe. So I just want to, you know, uh, you know, we need to. Uh... But then, my grandfather once say you are great because I can put some ideas together to do something. So when I relocated to the city, I started to see opportunities and my talent started, I started getting inspired by things. And whenever I get inspired, sometimes I feel weak, but for everything that I've ever done, I've been pushed by people who believe that I can do it. So at first I developed the music um, talent by miming other people's songs like the likes of 50 Cent and that of um, some local artists. Yeah, so people started calling me 50 Cent in America, and I used to say, no, I'm not 50, I am me. But by then, I never thought I could do music. But friends were like, if you can go this far, mind me other people's music and do it well, you can do yours as well. I think you have the talent. So I took my first step, and I did... Um, remix of a song back in Sierra Leone, and everybody was giving me a thumbs up. So I decided to hold music, but based on the background from where I am from, the Muslim background in forbidden in Africa, you do music. So because of that pressure, one is But then I, I also used to write music along with story. So somebody told a story of mine that the story is script. So now I didn't have the idea of a script. They brought a script to me that you can read the script and follow the format and do the story so we can do something about it. That's how I went about the format of that script and did my own script and we were able to film that particular and it was successful to some extent. Um, then the next project I was asked, based on my participation, that I should try a scene because they had nobody to play that role. And then when I played the role, the director thought it necessary that, yeah, no, this one thing is not enough for you. In fact, we have to change the by again. We can put you to supporting um, major. I said, well, it's my first time. I said, you can do it. I believe in you. I've seen your action. I've seen your but So they give me a very challenging task. And whenever I'm faced with such 
I give it my all. So I told him, if that's the case, we can pause the recording and give you a week to practice. And I memorize the entire script and I perform my best. So that's how I keep developing my talent by challenging myself, um, mainly from people that believe in me that you can do this. Because I don't just want to come up abruptly that I can do this thing by myself. I want someone to like see it. Like, yeah, you could do it. And once you give me that clue, I try to push myself beyond the limit. So that's how I've been fighting to develop myself. You have had an amazing journey, and congratulations on your success. Uh, I understand that you have projects that you're developing in terms of film production. How is the film industry there in terms of the producers and the kinds of films that you have? Yeah, we we have great stories. That's one part that I'm very proud of. We have very beautiful stories. Library is full of stories, untold stories. Um, but when it comes to production, we are just lacking the support, like the financial support to do it and the equipment to do the kind of film that the world wants to see. So most often we have a quality story, but then when we do the story, it's not we don't keep it with the kind of equipment or standard we need to do it so that it can reach to the world. So at the end, it ends back with us right here. Uh, so the conclusion of the matter becomes we, we don't make any money out of it. And then somehow some people get discouraged and say, movie don't have money. In fact, presently, my family don't no longer believe in me that I'm doing something that will not give me any benefit over the years. I'm just doing one thing over and over and cannot get any benefit from it, and I think he's doing it. So that thought and hope has been lost. But for me, I know what I'm envisioning, and I know what I want to go to. So uh, I always use a slogan to my friends that giving up is not an option. It's either I die, I get rich or die trying. Yeah, so. Yeah, we are going to get rich. And I have to <laughs> die trying. Yes. Yeah, we we'll do that. I reach or die trying. So I'm not. <laughs> so one of the things that I think will turn things around, you're now being close to a local artist. We're on three different uh, radio networks. You're on the on air radio network. You're on the female solution on radio network. And you're on the American Muslim 360 Radio Network, the largest Muslim radio station in the nation. And I believe we've been joined by our co-host, Kareem Hadid. Are you with us, Kareem? Yes, I'm with you this morning. Yes, yes, assalamu alaikum. Peace be unto you and peace to our honored guest. Uh, the connection that we have is kind of... Shaky. It's not too clear, but I was able to make out. Uh, I correct me if I'm wrong. That uh, I missed his his introduction, his name, but I think I'm yeah. aware 
of that he is a movie producer from out of Liberia. Am I correct? Yes, that is correct. Oh, and please. you're listening to our host, Kareem Hussein, is uh, with the American Muslim 360 radio network. And uh, that's a whole audience all across the world. And our guest is joining us live from Liberia, West Africa. And we played an opening of one of his wonderful musical creations. We'll play a little bit more of that during the show. And another song that he's written as a motivational piece. He's a multi-talented individual. And we're so excited to have him here. He's introduced us by a mutual friend, uh, my dear friend, uh, Chief Dr. Quentin Tamba Taylor and the Alexander, <laughs> and he's there now in Liberia doing much of his philanthropic work and, of course, came across this very brilliant gentleman and connected us so that we can expose his talents to the world. You know, the film industry here is a very <laughs> multi-million dollar industry, but as you said, you need the financing to be able to produce the quality that you want in order to be able to get it to the global market. And what we strive to do here on our show is to expose people that the world needs to know because we have the global platform of the Internet, and sometimes all it takes is just exposure to the right people who believe in what you're doing and will put up the money to make it happen. So that's what we look forward to doing. And let me open the mic here. Uh, yes. Kareem Hamid uh, has a switchboard full of callers, and we also have a switchboard of callers. And before we take a break, uh, Kareem, I'd like to take one of our callers and and then we'll take a break and let me know if you've got a caller on your switchboard. And we'll just go back and forth and, and let our callers go. Right, you ready to take a call? Brother, Bok- now let me make sure I'm pronouncing it correct. That's Bokari Marcy Kamala. Is that correct? I want to make sure I'm putting the, putting the emphasis on the, the right uh, syllables. Okay. So let's take our first caller. Uh, area code Four, eight, nine, five. Grand Rising, thank you so much for joining us. Grand Rising, Grand Rising. Grand Rising, first of all, giving honor to God, praising God this beautiful morning, saying assalamu alaikum to you, my beautiful sister, and to your audience. Yes, it's very nice. Yes, this is Brother Brother MacArthur, Brother Neil. And it's very nice to hear Bokery. I, I, I love to hear his determination when you know he says, Hey, you gotta keep trying whether it's making a profit or whether it's it, it's putting your work out there. Because you're putting a story out there and you're putting a history out there and that's very important to to share your vision and share what you're trying to share. And and doing it in a professional manner. And uh, it's nice to hear that. And I know Liberia, if I'm not mistaken, was the first uh, African country to free itself 
from colonialism, from the French, from, and then after that, Haiti. Uh, and they haven't had the relationships with the West uh, or the, the top nations since then. And so investment has been small to none. But uh, I wanted to, I wanted you to please speak a little bit on the tourism industry also, if you if you don't mind. So with that said, continued uh, success and God bless. Thank you so much, Brother Bill McCarthy. Yes, he wants to know about the tourism in Liberia. And that's interesting. So tourism tends to generate revenue to keep it up. So what, what is it like? Now, I came to Liberia in um, 1984. In the 1984 World Conference of Mayors, I went to Liberia, and it was right after the coup. You know, so it was kind of difficult political times. But what is it like? Are there a lot of people coming to Liberia as tourists to see the country and experience the culture? What is that like? Okay, um, Liberia has a lot of tourist sites, very beautiful country that you have a lot of things that will amaze you, that you will want to see. Um, but the fact is we don't have a lot of people coming in because of the political, some political differences. Yeah. We don't have that free, we have peace, but we don't have that free political interaction. Like when the, when the part, political party wins, all the other uh, the, the opposition does is to pull them down, criticize them all throughout and bring them down by all costs so they can have a bad image. Because of these situations, people find it difficult being free around. But it's a beautiful place. If you only go outside politics, you can have a very peaceful society to live in with no problem. Yes, I have uh, a question. Yes, go right ahead. Yes, my, uh, uh, my, my uh, brother, where I, if I'm not mistaken, I applaud your efforts uh, as a producer to uh, produce excellent cultural expression. Am I correct by song, movie? Or uh, the spoken word, the uh, the the uh, uh, the sharing of culture is very important. And correct me if I'm wrong. Liberia, praise be to Almighty God, was established by uh, in on the continent of Africa. It was established by uh, U.S. interests a place that the freed Africans could go and establish self-determination and freedom. Uh, I, I hope I'm not confusing that with Monrovia, which was named after President Monroe. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, Liberia, which really is a translation from the word liberty, liberty, Liberia and liberty, 
a uh, determination for self self determination and freedom and freedom and i agree with you that if we step away from the position of politics and get into the lives of the people the citizens we see an excellent expression from out of the people themselves and not just political circumstances and situations. So we pray to Allah that you have the freedom and the sustenance, the wherewithal, the finance to, uh, to uh, accomplish wonderful ethical productions coming from out of Liberia, coming from out of the heart of the people of Liberia. I'll stop right there, my um, brother. Correct me if I'm mistaken, but uh, no, I've Yes. You know, well, one thing, because I've been in, I, I, I went to Monrovia Liberia, so, you know, Monrovia, of course, is the capital of Liberia. He can tell us more about that. But uh, give us, give for our audience, give us a little bit of history about Liberia and how the United States got involved with sending people there. Because that's kind of like the, the foundation of a lot of the political strife. But uh, tell us, in your words, about the history of, of Liberia. Um, you mean a little history of Liberia? Yeah, a little bit. Because, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't know. It was already there, and, and people were functioning. And then when it was suggested that... Uh, the ex-enslaved came to Liberia. You had a group coming that had been Americanized coming to the people who were indigenous. And I think that's kind of been the, the, the foundation of the political strife country. But you tell us as a you know person born and raised uh, there, what, what's a little bit of history of Liberia and its involvement? With America, well, uh, uh, um, commonly in our society, we know America to be our our mother, our mother. Yeah, like we feel like we cannot do without America. Yeah, because from the history of Liberia, America colonized us through the American Colonization Society. Yeah, and uh, since then. We have been working side by side with America. Like, there is no decision we make without the involvement of America. In fact, we feel we are we are small America. That's what we say. And around the globe of West Africa, they call us small America because we even use the United States dollar along with our own um, Liberian dollar. Yeah. But and you find more American materials here. Use clothing, you everything about America is us. We prefer anything from America than anywhere around the world. So we feel like there's that connection, there's that bond, there's that relationship. Like even if we are one. If you ask a hundred percent of Americans where they want to go, they will tell you I want to go to America. That's their first option. Yeah, they don't want to know when America is having some hardship or some problem too, or, but all they know America is heaven to 
we know America is sending to us. So Liberia America's relationship is like that of a mother and a, and a, and a child. It's very deep, beyond what I can say. You know, um, there is a lot of African history prior to the colonialism that many Americans don't know that have an impact on the relationship of the African nations, especially because you have different ethnic groups within various nations, some of them artificially put together. And so from what I've learned of Liberia's history, Americans who came in and kind of set a standard, like you said, you know, people thinking they have to imitate the American way, that created a conflict with people who were the indigenous people who never left and the American way imposed upon them. And from my understanding is that 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 is still a bit of the problem because you have one thought that the African traditions are the best, and then you have another thought that, you know, Western, American, uh, Europeanized ways are best. And I think they're the difference of opinion as well as the influence is what might create the instability that keeps Liberia from being that tourist attraction that it could be because it's a beautiful country. When I went there, what I saw was a stream of wealth and poverty. I saw mansions over here and right down the street, 10 shacks. And I'm thinking, how is it that the wealth is so badly distributed but comes from a mindset of imitating American culture and values. That's, that was my impression. So your, your song is very appropriate in asking for some kind of an audience with the president because I think the leadership has to become more sensitive to the needs of the people. That's just my impression as an outsider. I've only been to Liberia one time, and that was several decades ago. But I can see the impact of those flashing. So, so Brother Kareem, because our guest is, is joining us from Liberia, I want to make sure that we give him as much screen time as possible. Uh, I'm not going to go to a commercial break until the top of the hour. So if you have a caller, we can go to your switchboard, and uh, then we come back to our switchboard if, if you'd like. And uh, we've got a few comments from our Facebook viewers. And so we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and several uh, channels. So let's get a few comments and... We have our Monday morning host that uh, has said Grand Rising from Chicago. 
We had family living in Liberia for years until they passed recently. Can't wait to visit the continent again. Thanks for sharing with your USA family. Yes, we've got some folks in the continent. And, and uh, we're going to kind of work on that. And Viata says, I have a caller here. And we will definitely, you know, we, we are having a challenge with the audio, so we want to work with that as best we can. Do you have a, a caller you'd like to go to? Yes, ma'am. Erica, okay, 706. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, please. Okay, we have error code seven zero six six two seven. Praise be to Almighty God, and we welcome our honored guest this morning. I'm opening up the line of seven zero six six two seven. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be unto you, my brother. Wa alaikum assalam. Very coincidental. I've been spending the last eight years with a strong relationship. With a Liberian family there, and we have what's the name of our caller? engaged in. Uh, I'm sorry, what's the, I'm, I'm sorry. What's the name of our caller? It's Brother Muhammad from the Umar Prophet Muhammad, by the way, of Columbus, Georgia. Okay, I thought so. I didn't want to assume. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and, I, and I've been working closely with the family. The, the you know the with uh, 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 a family there in Liberia who owns uh, quite a few acres of land and uh, the strife that is going on in your country you know due to uh, the same influence that the whole world is having how to deal with capitalism different ways of expressing their religious preference to things and then corruption. You know, honesty is the best policy. You know, and I, I know what I'm talking about. For the last 10 years, I've been engaging in-depthly with trying to help establish the rights of the landowners, their right to develop their land toward the ways that they believe. And like all over the world, it seems like many people love the benefits of Al-Islam. I talk to imams over there. I have a relationship with a couple of sheikhs over there. You know, and and this has been going on for six, seven, eight years, and we're still in the process of trying to get this family. Uh, they they have somewhere pretty close to fifteen acres, fifteen hundred acres of land that they want to turn into an Islamic and do a lot of Islamic development, of which they are Muslims uh, of family. And and the, the 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 struggle there of people trying to find their way of worship and to get along with each other along with historical uh, educational things of tribalism and saying a lot of strife and corruption. Corruption is in the middle of that. And right now in the political situation there, I think you have a new president now. I think I'm not for sure. I, I think you do. And uh, uh, it's, 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 it's the money. It's like it's doing over here and around the world. People are chasing the value system of the manipulators of the world here without uh, infringing upon anyone's uh, 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 culture or, 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 or uh, economic system that they have established. But, again, the world is being led, you know, into the division 
and, and, and strife and, and, and hatred toward each other, even though they're one family, one cultural community over there, and it's really bad. Matter of fact, I was supposed to went to the library uh, with the family a couple of months ago. Matter of fact, I just talked to him the day before yesterday, and he, 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 he's got to go home, and he's a retired military librarian here in the United States. He has done his 20 years serving our country here, and he cannot use his benefits from here the way that he wants to do because of the political and corruption system there is, is uh, scratching each other's hand. And, and the truth is only thing is going to set everybody free, who we deal with. So I, I do appreciate uh, hearing uh, a representative from Liberia on the phone there. I was trying to see if I could catch your voice and see if you're the, the same uh, uh, imam or, or sheikh who I talked to about a month and a half ago uh, by phone. We talked about 20 minutes, and he's really excited about having American Liberians, using that terminology, you know, to bring the resources and to bring the religion of al-Islam more into the the life there in Liberia. But they're having a a very serious, strong uh, fight to do that. And because of the Christian community and other communities there, uh, tribal communities, are not interested in anything except what America, one of the countries that they really look forward to, the lifestyle over here. And uh, the, 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 the business people and the people of America are doing like they're doing everywhere in the world. They're, they're going in with a sincere desire to be successful, but it's still, again, they, they want to enslave other countries in order for that country to get their benefits. And I know Liberia is really, really having a hard time getting the type of support that they knew, knowing that we are ex-slaves who settled and developed that country by the help of the United States government. And we had to get more universally accepting the truth that is given to us by Almighty God Allah and, 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 and realize that this is not no joke of again. It's going to take unity especially those of us who are of African descent, we're going to have to put aside our differences if we're going to make progress. Like a lot of, of our Af- African communities that come over here in America, they, especially here where I live, I live in a, a, a crowded area here in Georgia, where Africans only seem that you want to, especially your Liberians, your Nigerians, they're coming and wanting to marry our most educated women, I'm talking about uh, us who are, are, are uh, indigenous here in America. They are only interested in what we can do to help benefit their desire to get some money, you know. And, 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 and this is something that if we don't sit down and talk about it and not be tempted by it. I, I, I know a lot of people in our community, as Muslims, are being tempted by the progress and the carrot that's being dangled in their face about money. And they're so not telling. Uh, they are failing to realize how much money we already have to invest in ourselves and be a model. So I'm like, I mean, I'd like to have our guests uh, address some of the points you raised. I'd like to have our guests address some of the points you raised uh, because, and I'm, I'm grateful that you raised those things because we we talk philosophically about unity, but 
as you said, there are some real things happening between people. There are situations of really painful things, you know, people being taken advantage of, and you mentioned the corruption, and, of course, our, our guest, he, he's using his skills as an artist, not only a performing artist, but a film producer, to be able to address these things. And that's one of the great things about the creativity of the arts. We can have political influence without directly being political because of the words we say in our songs or the stories we tell in our films. But uh, our, our caller, uh, Brother Muhammad, did bring up some concerns that have been addressed. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, uh, Brother Bokhari, regarding the honest interaction between people. Sometimes when people go, uh, like uh, Americans may go to Africa and they're really excited about, oh, I'm coming home. But then they get swindled by people who are taking advantage of our trust and and naivety. And so we end up getting scammed and things like that. So that creates bad feelings sometimes people who immigrate here from Africa, they and, and they have a right to come for the economic benefit, but sometimes it gets exploited, like the brother mentioned, you know, coming here, you, you marry a woman because you see these women here real lonely, not, you know, a lot of times not enough men, and they come here and they take advantage of that and they really don't love her. They might leave her with some children, go back home or not treat her well. So there are some hurt feelings between the indigenous Africans and the imported Africans that went through the slave experience. Have you ever addressed any of those issues in your songs or films? And is that something that could be perhaps talked about in an upcoming film project? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we've got a lot of stories. We've got a lot of stories on issues like that. Um, so I even had uh, trying to put a series together in a film that I call um, Love Life. That each episode we address a particular story, be it back home or America there. But there are millions of stories of people, um, should I say, um, playing 419 or fraud, fraud against um, people from America there because the mentality we have here is that once you are from America, you are where to go. Mm. So we don't our honest opinion that even you don't love the person, you pretend to love them because of what you stand to gain. Mm. Yeah. But in all that doing, I believe there are some honest people who will be honest with you. Just that I, uh, as an advice too, when you are coming down, you have to be careful of how you, you make your way to who you meet and how you meet them. You, because to be frank, you don't just open up to anybody, anyhow. Yeah, because um, we always say like opportunity comes but once. So if even I don't want this person, I don't want this thing to go this way and it has come away, uh, hold it 
my experience personally was I was working with a guy who I was the director. He was not a director. He don't know anything about directing. In fact, he just joined my my team, trying to learn from me. And an opportunity came through him. Somebody wanted to do a film. If I were him, I could inform my boss that this was the opportunity is so we can do something better. But out of greed, he was he wanted to hold it all for himself. And he deceived the person that he is a director. He can do it. Use my job to impress the person. That that's it. And the person gives him a huge amount of money. He actually sincerely wanted to produce a better film, but because he lacks the knowledge, he couldn't. So the person told him, felt disappointed. So this is how it goes. So sometimes they are good people, but you just need to know how to get to them and take your time in getting to them. Maybe you don't just come full, come in a bit, try them, test them, let them give you a result, one or two, before you open up your talent. Mm. Yeah. But if, yes. 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 Uh, yes, my, I, I, I heard our beloved guest say that uh, they follow um, America uh, in juxtaposed to other uh, governments. Um, uh, you know, we should follow the best thereof. Follow the best thereof. Not just follow the in totality. In totality, the expression of America. There is a beautiful, um, there is a beautiful, wonderful side of America, and there is the ugly side of America. So I suggest to the librarians and others, choose the best thereof. Be very selective. Don't just swallow all of America, for as it's a mixed bag of America, the beautiful and America the ugly. So my suggestion is praise be to Almighty God that you are, it seems as though I'm hearing from you, that uh, uh, through the art form, through your art form and productions, you shall foster and uh, propagate the best, praise be to Almighty God, the best of America. Uh, The idea of self-determination, self-determination, that everyone has a right to determine for themselves their path to freedom, independence, and liberty. So I applaud uh, your connection to America. It is a beautiful place, but also we are aware and have experienced the ugly side of America. So my caution is choose the best thereof, and we are looking forward to the expression coming from out of our sister country, Liberia. I'll stop right there, my brother, and may God grant you much success in your production efforts, my brother. Two two minutes, if I possibly could, if it's all right. I, I just want to give a news flash. Yesterday, 
on NBC, CBS, they had our brothers and sisters from Africa introducing a new fad of women in America of African descent to go back to tattooing their bodies. And they had a group of uh, African artists who are in the tattooing business showing the eloquence of ancestral tribal expressions of worship on their bodies. Different flowers, different meanings of different uh, 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 cultural uh, traits of back in, in the days when we were in uh, a, a, a another uh, development of, of, of our life. Also, as we all know, when you scan the social media, women from Sudan, Nigeria, Liberia, uh, Ghana, they are introducing again to our women, our young women, the art of what they call that corporate and all that, and they make it into artists, and it's mixed with tribal uh, uh, ancestral dances, uh, flirting, how the courtship and dance, how, how they uh, let their feelings be known when they want a mate, et cetera, et cetera. And this has been going on for at least five or six years. And it's, it's, a, it's a way to shame our women in accepting a ancestral tribal relationship with the men of Africa, of Africa. And, I mean, the lewd dancing, the lewd uh, invitation and gyration of these hip, on hip-hop music. And we must be very conscientious of being domesticated again and being, uh, 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 and maybe the people who are coming here also doesn't realize that Shaitan is real. And Allah is the creator of the reality of everybody. And Shaitan is doing, he's coming and, 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 and coming in into the society here, and our women are in danger. I don't know if you Muslim sisters are aware of it, but you are really, our children, your young daughters, are really being seduced by dancing. Thank you, Muhammad. Yes, sir. So, Brother Muhammad, we've got to take a break. Yes, we're about, we're about to come up to a break. We don't want to. But we're going to come back and too take much a of You know, we, we're, we don't want to lay the whole burden of the continent of Africa on this one individual. <laughs> Please be the guy. Yeah, that right. Is <laughs> you know, move me for that. Oh, oh, yeah, I know, he, I know he know we're not talking to him personally. No, we wouldn't do that for nothing yeah. in the world. You know, no so, way. We so are we gotta, we gotta take a, gotta take a break. Mm-hmm. We got to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll address some of those things. We'll take some more callers. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, you can give us a call. We've got uh, – you can call us on the Female Solution, 515-605-9325. You can call us on American Muslim 360, 515-605-9891. And you can call us on the On Air Radio Network, and that is – And if you want to make a comment, if you're watching us on our Facebook or YouTube channel, of course, just write your comment in. We'll pull it up on the screen and share it with our 
listening and viewing audience. And we're going to take a quick break and be right back with our guest joining us live from Liberia, Bokari Marcy Kamaran. We'll be right back after this quick break. So we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment, so stay with us. Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Mike. We're a three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use social punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. And I'm Naima. We're Free Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Free Black Moms. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Unmuted. And we're listening to the creation of some producer and songwriter, Bokari Marcy Kamala. Uh, Naima? Yes. So are you able to hear? Yes, you are coming across very clear, praise be to God. My advice to our beloved brother concerning being choose the best thereof, there is cultural expression coming out of America that is downgrading, you know, uh, and, and it is coming from a uh, an expression called hip hop, which has been co-opted by those that are against uh, the foundation of human beings. So my suggestion as to being selective, choose the best thereof from out of America. America is a mixed bag. So we are grateful that he's on on the right side of history, and may Almighty God continue to bless him. 
and those working with him to make the best expression and the best contribution to the cultural life of all human beings on this earth. That's my note of caution. <laughs> and and I and I seen I seen the expression of hip hop actually being expressed globally. I saw it when I was in Korea, I saw it when I was in Japan, I saw it when I was in London. So that musical expression coming out of the urban communities of America has become very popular. And so uh, yes, uh, Brother Marcy Marcy Kamala. You heard, you just heard one of his songs that we're featuring today, which makes some political statements about some of the things we talked about, the corruption, the the degeneration of the people, and the need for our elected officials to create an environment where people can thrive. So... This art form of hip-hop, of rap, it really can be powerful because it can make a statement. So, brother, tell us, and we're going to continue to play some more of this, this song, but what is your hope as people listen to your music, listening to this song, what is your hope that uh, will be inspired maybe by some other artists to microphones next to the sound system. So this 
song that we were playing, uh, written by songwriter Bokari Marcy Kamala. It is uh, it is a song appealing to the president, appealing to the people for some level of uh, remedy for what has been historic corruption, and it is an appeal for a an audience with the president. And he says, you know, I need a phone. I need to talk to the president. And the whole purpose is to express the desire to end much of what we talked about which is the insensitivity of leadership, the corruption among the people. And he's making a statement that Africa has some great things to offer. Liberia has some great things to offer. But you have to fix what is misshapen inside the people in terms of their behavior, their greed, uh, their dishonesty. And so the refrain in the song is, Mr. President, I need a phone. I need a phone to talk to the president. And appealing to the, to the, the political leadership to be accessible and being able to hear the cries and the requests and the needs of the population and for the nation to rise to its potential greatness. So he's put this in song in a hip-hop form and been able to address a lot of the things that our callers have have pointed out, the challenges that we face. And here in America, although we're here among great wealth, it's not necessarily equally distributed. And so we have our distress in terms of poverty as well. But when people go abroad, the assumption is that you're coming from America, you have a lot of money, and you can often be targeted for a scam, for theft, for corruption. So these things, and he's talking about a lot of these attitudes in the song and appealing to the president. So he's using the, I think, the the tool of music and hip-hop to bring that message that's needed. So we're going to hear a bit of hip-hop to bring that message that's needed. So Yeah. I'm sorry, the network was So do you have... Naima, you are fading. The the volume level is real low, unfortunately. Now, what we're striving to do is to correct the audio. So are you able to hear us, American Muslim 360? It's, it's rather faint. But I, I I can understand you. You, you know, I hear you clearly. Uh, but uh, but uh, in relationship to the audience, the volume is is very low. And um, uh, if 
that can be increased, that will improve the clarity of what's being given, inshallah. Now we have our
transmission. The internet was giving me some problems. Yeah. Um, when it comes to me, I'm not an angel. I'm also a human and an African. But for me, I know what I want, determined to get what I want. And my major focus for me is for the world to see me, that for them to hear my story and understand me, that what I'm trying to push is the fact or people can learn from me. The money comes in later, but that's the major concept that I have, that let my story go out, let people get to know my feeling, what I feel, what I want to express to the world, where I am. That's the most important thing. So even if I, for now, stand again, nothing, but once my voice is heard or my work is seen, yeah, it gives me that pleasure, that delight. So in that light, I'm very much open to work with anybody, the business community, Christian community. Of course, I'm from a Muslim background, but now I'm Christian, so I work with the Christian community, and I'm also open to work with the Muslim community. Um, every angle, we need to work with donors. I just want my work to go out there, and the best way that I want it to, to go there, that people will see it and benefit from it, because I've always worked around message. As before I could go off, you ask a question, what's my delight to music and things? I was like, for me, I people say I'm too intelligent to be a rapper. Uh-huh. Because once you see a rapper, you see earrings, you see that thing stuff. And I have no such a taste. When you see a hair breed. So I always tell them it's not about the, the hair breed, the earring, the tattoos. It's about the message. And I don't just want to rap about um, women, how beautiful they are, or fantasies, but uh, I want to rap about things that are happening in my environment, around me, the reality. Yeah, so that's why to listen to my songs or the two you have there is all about message. It's not about fantasy. Trying to... So it's not about me, it's about... So, so we're going to play the next song, uh, and if you've just joined us, we are live from Liberia with our guest today, Bokari Marcy Kamala, who is a film producer. He's also a script writer and musician and songwriter and rapper, and of course, what we know is that when you are intelligent and you use the medium of hip-hop and rap, you have a message in your music, and if you are politically astute, you're able to express some of the things that need to be said to our elected officials. So this is what we're presenting today. And if you've just joined us, of course, you can call in 515-605-9325 or 
515-605-9891. We're also live on the American Muslim 360 channel. We're also live on the on-air radio network, and you can call in at 727-731-5192. Those numbers are at the bottom of the screen, and if you are watching us live on Facebook or YouTube, you can write in your comments, and we've got Brian Vickers joining us this morning. Grand Rising, good morning, Brian. And, of course, what kind of business does he operate? And, as you said, he's a film producer. So he's got some projects coming up, and he's going to be able to write the music score for them, write the script. He's multi-talented. He does acting. So he'll be able to do all parts of his upcoming creations and bringing a message. And before we play the next song, I'm going to bring in a caller, 312-63. I'm uh, Andrew C.M. Nelson Bay. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. We hear you loud and clear. I'm uh, next vice president of the United States with Donald J. Trump as far as I'm concerned. And one of the first countries I intend to travel to is Liberia. And on the coast of Liberia, there's a slum called West Point. And I want the residents there to enjoy what I intend to build there, namely the very thing I intend to build in Chicago on the south side and the west side, which are trauma centers that are 182 feet square, which is 55.5 meters square, and 55.5 meters tall with a pyramidium five by seven ratio, similar to the pyramidium on top of the Washington Monument. And there's gonna be an Olympic sized swimming pool at the top and there's gonna be a um, mosque at the very top, per my specifications. And that's so gonna be the standard. You sound like, you, you sound like you've, you've thought this out and planned it out. And, you know, if you get that opportunity, that could most definitely have an impact. Let me ask you this. Uh, our, uh, of course, our caller has political aspirations, as you've heard. But do you have people that are coming with investment dollars to build there in Liberia? Do you, are there people who are coming and creating something that's helpful to the people and then even generating jobs with, with what they build. Do you, do you see enough of that happening in Liberia? If I can unmute your mic here. Not enough of, of not actually enough of people, but few people are coming around to do business but not in the entertainment sector yet. People are coming with private NGOs, goods and services, but for the entertainment, you don't find people finding more interest into it right now. That is what is affecting us. The music, the music side is much better. Artists are showcasing their talent out there and people are Supporting them financially, but to even get a sponsor or promoter here is very hard. 
but for the movie side, uh, the film industry is actually down, very, very down. That even those who are coming down to help, they, they are not looking the direction of filming. Yeah, so even the librarians themselves, ourselves, those who are not into film, they don't believe in the librarian film. Mm. Yeah, because they always complain on the same We who have the aspiration and passion to produce or do it, we don't have the financial strength to get the kind of equipment that we can get. We manage to use the little that we have around us, so at least we can just have something to be doing. Do you have a lot of movie theaters there or uh, or even stadiums where people perform? We actually don't have, we don't have a single cinema or film uh, in Liberia, not one that I know of presently. Yes, absolutely no. And uh, we just sometimes use our own programs in church halls, community halls, but just a handful of people that come so maybe people who are just familiar with you. Yeah. And sometimes it, it hurts when we do a work and there's nobody to view it. Nobody at all wants to see it. So it breaks you down. But because of you see, because of passion, it's the only passion that's actually carrying us. Nothing more about passion. If not, we would have given up everything. take another break and come back and take some more calls. What you've said is really points to how people know how to generate money from an industry. Here, entertainment is such big business. And we just came from the Super Bowl, which, of course, big sports entertainment, and then the halftime show, that was just unbelievable. The the you know a lot of money went into that, and then to advertise uh, people who create commercials that's another whole industry in film. But it it costs you know I don't know how many millions of dollars to place an advertisement on the show during the Super Bowl. So entertainment here in America is such a billion dollar business that they put a lot of money into it, and. There are many theaters. Now, it's changing because a lot of people are starting to do films at home and on their own home computers or their cell phones. But still, you can make money in the industry because people are always watching films. And and now you can even produce them on your cell phone. Cell phones have become cameras. And I, I just saw a whole movie produced by, you know, cell phone video. But the point you make about the money being put in it so that you can produce the quality so that people will pay to see it, that's a valid point. And I know some people 
they're a little concerned about the direction that entertainment is taking. I know our caller earlier, Brother Muhammad, kind of expressed some uh, alarm of perhaps the direction that cultural things such as dance and music is taking, but it is an income-generating opportunity to be in entertainment. And so how do we make it entertaining and wholesome so that it benefits us? We're going to take a break and, and come back and address that issue. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, we invite you to give us a call, 515-605-9325. And our Monday Morning Mindfulness host, Zelda, says, until they get funding, can't they record on their cell phone? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back because you'd be surprised if you can do on a cell phone. <laughs> we'll be right back after this brief break. We want you all to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment, so stay with us. Hi, I'm And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world to the music and electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the internet to talk. You're a business. That is great. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to pick up. All you need is a music. Somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We should be told. Our audience they buy both. Food. Hear your beat. Just follow this book. And tomorrow, you can sit back and relax in heaven while your business is making you money. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death. Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? 
Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and we have our guest joining us live from Liberia, West Africa, Bokhari Marcy Kamara, who is a film producer, a musician, uh, a script writer, and he is also one who is using his craft to bring a message. So activism can come in creative forms. Before the break, a question was asked, before you're able to produce a film with equipment, what about using your cell phone? And we're gonna we're gonna listen to one of his other songs right after this. Uh, I believe we're back with our co-host and our American Muslim 360 family, and we want them to hear a very motivational song. But the question is: It possible using very basic technology such as a cell phone? Is it possible to produce? a film of high enough quality where um, yeah it's, it's very possible but not in all cases um for, for that not all things you can use to produce same quality of yeah Basically, the eyes are But then we use the camera Using the eyes, just the eyes, to get all of the shots. I 
going to share the song. Uh, we have. All right, yes, we're a bit of it. Well, I got rid of the echo. So now we want to share the song that you created that uh, is a bit of an encouragement. So this is another song by uh, Bokhari Marcy Kamala and uh, what's the name of, of the song? The other one we're about to play. What's the other one? Yeah, it's called Don't Give Up. Don't Give Up. Real basic. Don't Give Up. And, that, and that's the thing, don't give up, because there are challenges, but we need to be able to face them and overcome them, even if we're not really sure how we're going to do that. So let's take a listen. Maima? Yeah. Are you able to hear it? We're playing this song. Are you able to hear it? No, 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 we're not hearing it. We've lost audio, unfortunately. Let's see. Okay, well, your your mic is open here on the station. If you are playing his song, Naima, we unfortunately we are, we we can't hear it here on the, the studio board. Okay, well, give me a moment. I'm going to check a few sound things while it's playing. Give me a moment. Naima, the audio is not coming through. If you are playing his song, unfortunately. Okay, so uh, can you hear my voice? Okay, loud and clear. You can hear my voice, but you can't hear the song? That's odd. No. (laughs) 
That that is odd. Okay. Uh, yes, that's that. Now you're hearing you're hearing my voice. Very loud and clear. But we're not that's hearing the song that you. That's that's interesting because it's the same sound. <laughs> that's odd. Um, you know, uh, of course, we, we, we don't own the rights to this music, but we do have the right to play it. So I don't know if it's being blocked by <laughs> YouTube uh, because it's music and there, it's a copyright issue. Uh, but, of course, we have the artist right here <laughs> who has the rights and has given us permission to play it. <laughs> so we do have permission to play this song. So maybe that's the problem that uh, YouTube is blocking the sound because it's a song. Did were you able to hear the other one that we played? Um, the song by Un- President. Unfortunately, you- no, no, we haven't heard that one. I, it was very faint, very faint, my sister. Yeah, yeah. So I. You know, the thing about music, because, you know, we're we're on Facebook and YouTube and they have to protect copyright of artists, perhaps, you know, they, they can block the sound of a song if they think that there is a copyright infringement. So we don't own the rights to this music, but we do have permission to play it. So it sounds like it's something that was blocked by YouTube and Facebook because it's a music uh, piece. Because it doesn't make sense if you can hear my voice, but you can hear me playing the music, and you know they're going through the same, you know, airways. So that could possibly have been the issue. Uh, but it is a song that has been created by our guests for the purpose of encouraging people and. Uh, we're going to see we have downloaded it so that we could make sure the sound was clear and one of the things that happens when you play a song it does get instantly put out in the internet and sometimes an artist loses the power over whether or not it gets played without permission. So that's a way that the uh, Facebook and YouTube Controllers protect artists' rights. However, in this case, we are playing this song with the full permission of the artist. So, therefore, there's no reason to not 
see if we can play it. Okay, so here we go. Are you able to hear it now? No. All right. Still not hearing anything, Naima, unfortunately. We have a caller here on the AM360 studio board. I'll open the mic at your convenience. Okay, well, we will go to that caller and... uh, All right, we're going to take a call on your switchboard. Let me go to there. And if you are executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show, we are part of the online network of associated internet radio on air. On air empowers you transformative an interactive radio TV show. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that. We can now talk directly to each other. 
no need for conflict, standing. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. Okay, so here we are. <laughs> uh, we'll take that caller. Go right ahead. All right, 706, please state your name and where you're calling from. Assalamu alaikum, it's Brother Muhammad coming to Umar Prophet Muhammad by the way of coming stories again. Uh, two things as we were going along, I wanted to give the clear definition of hip-hop. It is the way that, uh, in our language, that Shaitan is trying to get the world to express itself through sexual violence, sexual intercourse violence, uh, uh, homosexual sexual uh, orientation violence. And this is what, why it is a very dangerous area of artisticness that we need to go to. But, again, they are killing to the Mark, young people. Brother the Mark, young people uh, are, are, Mark, are let, me, let me make a point here, Brother Muhammad. Uh, Brother Muhammad, I really want yes, us to understand, I want us to understand a style of music because that's what we're talking about. When we talk about hip-hop, we're talking about a certain kind of beat, a certain rhythm a certain style, and ability to speak in a rhythm and tell a story that rhymes and has a pattern. And you know what? When I was explaining to my students, my high school students who listen to hip-hop, and they asked me about Islam, you know what I said? I said the way Islam was spread was through the Holy Quran, and it was revealed in words that were rhythmic and rhyming and had a pattern and a beat because your brain is wired to remember patterns of sound. So when something rhymes, it's easier to remember, and that's how the word of God was revealed, just like hip-hop. So I was able to help my high school students relate to the Holy Quran as a hip-hop piece because it rhymes, it's in rhythm, it's easy to remember because the verses have a pattern because that's how our mind remembers things. So it's the same thing that our artists do when they're telling a story and they have a tremendous vocabulary to be able to express a thought and make it rhyme. That's high intelligence. And we can see how that works because the word of God through the Holy Quran was revealed the same way and patterns of rhyme that make sense. So if we're going to understand the power of hip-hop, we have to know that it is a tool used by our creator to teach. And it's the same thing our artists have the power to do if they have intelligence. They can teach using this medium because they have enough words in their vocabulary and using what God created, music, sound, rhythm, they're able to appeal to people. So it isn't the style that's a problem. It's the message that comes from people who don't have a higher consciousness. But if we can raise the consciousness of our artists, they can be powerful instruments in telling a story. So I'm going to let our guests address that, how hip-hop has the power to teach and inspire based on it's being easy to remember because 
the pattern sound that rhymes. So, Brother Bokari, what are your thoughts about that? That hip hop as a tool as that a tool can keep that inspired. Yeah, um, I have followed. I'm a lover of hip hop from childhood. I listened to Fifty Cent, Tupac Shakur, Ujubantan, and a lot of them. And uh, they have some odd music that sometimes they say it's not good for children. We are always looking for the positive ones. Yeah. And since then, I've, I've speaks to the soul because for me and for any problem I have in this world, no matter what, once I'm with music and the right music at the right time, because music is selectional. You are not supposed to listen to all the genres of songs. You can choose the one you can relate to and uh, go along with it. So I normally choose what I think I need and I preach to my soul, and that is hip hop. Not all hip hop, hip hop with message. So that's a part of music. I'm looking for the message. Even myself, people do criticize me. You are too gentle to do hip-hop. But I'm not doing hip-hop because I want to be a gangster. I'm doing hip-hop because I want to pass a message. And All right. Believe hip-hop is just like you define it. It's right. a speech message. So once, normally hip-hop is a listening to music. It's not for dancing. It's something that you can listen to. Let the wordings speak to your soul and preach to you. Yes. Well, thank you so very much. That's what I do. Time now. We want to say thank you to our guest, Bokari Marcy Kamara. And we want you to listen to him. And, of course, and we'll be sure to share his information. We continue to make sure that we get a to those who have a message. And how can people how can people hear you? Uh, do you have a website? Uh, I don't have a website now, but I have an email. Uh, uh, a YouTube page and a, a WhatsApp and that of Instagram. Yes. Go on and look up his name. And We've come to the end of our show today. But you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, 
and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our (laughs) global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Thank you so India, much. Japan, Arigato. Korea, Kamsanida. Russia, Spasiba. Germany, Danke. Poland, John Kujun. France, Merci. Spain, Gracias. Italy, Grazie. Egypt, Shukran. Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you, and the mercy of God, and God's blessings. And thank you. Goodbye.